This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monday's edition of Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the tennis podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. I'm Nigel Seeley, and we're talking women's tennis. Uh, usually, this time of the week, we start with a new tournament, but because it's a WTA 1000 event uh, over here in Rome, where I am, we're going to continue that thread. And I'm going to talk also delighted to say, joining me as is every Monday, our WTA handicapper, Rory Giovanni. Rory, how are you, sir? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Not too bad. How's Rome? Well, you know what, mate? It's um, I just can, can you believe it? I've just, I've just had my hair cut. I know, I know you can notice <laughs> that, that, is, that is the easiest 10 euro that any person will ever make in their entire <laughs> life. 10 euro, look, look at that. 10 euro, what a job that is. <laughs> Wouldn't you love to be my hairdresser? Get 10 euro every time I'm going for a little trip. Amazing, but um, I come back and just started to rain. It's been quite. It was yesterday was very bright. Uh, this evening now, they reckon there's a bit of rain, and tomorrow they reckon there's going to be a bit of rain as well at the latter stages. So in the evening session, there's going to be a bit of rain. So, but all in all, it's been a, a great trip. Uh, I made my way down to the Foro Italica today to watch the tennis. Very excited. I thought I was going to watch uh, Kalanina playing the first match against Madison Keys. I had a bet on Kalanina at plus one twenty. Um, and then we had the Alcaraz game, which turned out to be one of the, the biggest shocks all time in men's tennis. So I was quite excited to get there. Massive queue, Uber 35 euro, huge queue. Uh, made my way through to the front of the queue, pushed and shoved and got through to the front of the queue. A lot of people, a lot of passionate Italians. Yeah, mamma mia, this is mad. Push it. <laughs> I get to the front of the queue, put my car, put my ticket on the uh, on the sort of turnstile. It doesn't go through. And then I call for the attendant. And the woman says to me, this is for tomorrow. So um, I thought I was sheepishly walked away, <laughs> rather embarrassed. Never checked, I never checked the dates. I just had it in my diary, tennis, on uh, on Monday. But it's actually Tuesday. And uh, But I'm lucky, though, because the order of players come out for tomorrow. We've got Novak Djokovic first match on centre call up against uh, Cam Norrie, which I think is going to be a really interesting game. I think Cam Norrie's got a big chance. I think Djokovic is beatable here. And uh, and we have Yannick Sinner as well against Seren Dudo. So the number one Italian, which would be great. I watched Sinner uh, playing Hercash in uh, Monte Carlo and the Italian support got behind him. So all's well that ends well, but it was a very, very, uh, very uh, strange, uh, strange day. How's Madrid? Yeah, Madrid's fine. Yeah, we've had a, a fiesta today, a bank holiday. Well, just a Madrid bank holiday because it's the Saints' day. They have all, all any any Saints. They have a Saints' day here, so it's an excuse to have a day off and have a party. So, um, yeah, went to the San Isidro is the the Madrid patron saint. So, went to the park of San Isidro earlier, which was very nice. But um, yeah, been trying to get my head around what's been going on in, in Rome because it's been a, a funny old tournament. I mean, in the top half, it's gone. Pretty much as we expected, Iga Swiatek being dominant. The bottom half, 
Well, I think I said at the start of the tournament, it was a bit like a Royal Ascot handicap and you could pick seven or eight players and, and not not get anywhere. And my two didn't get very far. Your one, Beatrice Haddad-Meyer, is still there. So, um, and and I you know, just looking at the four players left in the bottom half of the draw, and you could have gone back around the, when you had, it was eight, and you're looking at those eight and thinking, good grief, one of these women is going to be in the final. And, you know, and of course, now now we're down to four, which is Veronica Kudometova, Chinwen Zheng, uh, Beatrice Hadajmaya, as we mentioned, and Anna-Helena Kalanina, who, who won for you today. So, you know, you would not have predicted, really. Well, you did with Hadajmaya. Fair play to you on that one. But, you know, they, they were long shots. All of these were long shots. You know, we've lost the likes of Sabalenka. We've lost Coco Goff, uh, which was a real shock. Um, because she started so well um just shows that especially on clay you, you do get some funny results um and and even this being a more conventional clay court tournament in madrid where you had the altitude you know we've had a lot of shocks but i still can't see anyone stopping Sviontek. she just looks different different league to these women on clay well i was just about to say that we've had all the shocks in the bottom half of the draw but uh the top half of the door, Iga Swiatek, who was available at plus money. I think Bet Rivers opened up plus one hundred and ten. It went within seconds. <laughs> I think we 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 made a pick for her at plus one hundred, and they opened up plus one one ten or plus one hundred five. The price was down to minus one ten within seconds. Uh, she we always we've always knew that she was the dominant force in women's tennis. We always knew she was the world number one by some sort of by some margin. But um, what she's doing here this week is she's actually even making that margin even bigger, I think, especially on the clay court. Yeah, I, I mean, the scary thing was I watched her first match against Anastasia Pavlyuchenko in its entirety. And she won six love, six love. She wasn't at her best, is the scary thing. I mean, she's... I, I think I said to James Blake last week, she's a bit like Novak Djokovic in some ways. She doesn't do anything particularly flashy for most of the match. She's great, you know, defensively, she's incredible. Her movement is fantastic, especially, you know, even when she gets a, a ball played into her body and you think, you know, she might have a little trouble adjusting. She's able to adjust her positioning so quickly and hit a really powerful shot coming back. Um, but then suddenly, out of nowhere, she'll just whip a forehand cross court and you'll think, where the hell did that come from? Yeah, she is. It's there. It's all there if she needs it. And, and Pavlyuchenkova didn't play that badly. She hit her fair share of winners, but it's just Fiontech just getting every ball back, constantly asking questions. And it's and some people might say it's boring or whatever. It, uh, to me, it's it's amazing to watch. I mean, she is just so incredibly good on clay. Uh, and the second round. She got broken early against Lesia Serenko, the Ukrainian. She was two love down. We're thinking, oh, hello, might be a shock here. She wins the next 12 games. So it's kind of, what can you do against her? She's about to play Donna Vekic um, in the last 16. I suspect that will be a very similar scoreline. Um, and then in the next round, interestingly, I think, um, she'll play the winner of the match between, well, so we've got the last 16 match also tonight of Paola Badosa against Karolina Mukova. The winner of that plays Yelena Ostapenko. Um, Ostapenko, I think, hear me out, hear me out. <laughs> I think if there's one player that could give Sviontek 
trouble on clay, it's Ostapenko. Now, I've sworn off betting on her after Madrid because she was too bad to be true against Martina Trevisan. And I really fancied her for the tournament. Um, she has issues, you know, certainly mentally. She's not always there. She gets down on herself very quickly. She chucked away winning positions against Jessica Pegula um, and Angebeur earlier this season, you know, matches that she really should have won. And she chucked away winning positions. But she is so unbelievably talented. She is the best ball striker in the women's game. Um, if she's on it, and that's the question, that's the big question, Mark, if she's on it. If she's on it, she can give Sviontek a game and she can beat anyone. But her being on it is, you know, it happens less often than it should. I'm going to ask you a question about Sriontek before we move on to tomorrow's matches. We only know two quarterfinals. We'll know the other two quarterfinals a bit later on. So check the BetRivers website for all four of the quarterfinals, which will be known in a few hours' time. But before we move on to tomorrow's quarterfinals, I'll ask you a question. Iga Sriontek, is she that dominant or has the women's game gone backwards with the likes of Serena Williams not here, Ash Barty obviously retired? Uh, is, she, is she going to go down as one of the women's all-time greats or is she just going to go around as someone who who dominated in not the best of uh, times for women's tennis it's tricky because you could ask that question about a lot of players down the years so you know serena williams was i think what set serena williams apart was her longevity as well so she saw off the likes of Safina and then sharapova who was there for quite a long time ivanovich and players like that and and she was just there for so long. Um, but tail end of her career, yeah, she ran into some really strong opponents and, and players who beat her in slam finals, like Naomi Osaka, like Angelique Kerber. Um, yes, okay. The women's game lost a lot with, well, Serena's, you know, she's knocking on 40. Might even be over 40 now, but yeah, she's she must be done now. Ashley Barty, very premature retirement. Um, left a bit of a gap, but the players left. I mean, Sabalenka won her first slam at the Australian Open. You know, she looked like she would win a slam at some point. It was just whether she, you know, mentally she was up to it, really. She's always had the game to win a slam. She hits the ball harder than anyone I've ever seen, even including Serena. Um, so Sabalenka's there. Rybakina won Wimbledon last year, and as she's proved that she's a very good player since reaching the final of the Australian. Um, and, you know, she's she's into the quarterfinals. She plays Fiontech next, next, actually, so that should be interesting. You'd expect Fiontech to win. Well, Fiontech needs to beat Vekic first, but then it would be Fiontech against Rybakina. Um, You'd expect Fiontech to win that on clay because Rybakina, although she's gone well this week, hadn't shown much on clay before that. Uh, I backed her at Stuttgart and she retired hurt and um, she didn't get very far in Madrid, uh, losing to Kalinskaya. Um, I think those three are just placing themselves above, but Sviontek is that much better. And I think, you know, it's similar to the sort of dominance that Serena had in her time. You go back even further to someone like Steffi Graf, who, who probably is, you know, the greatest of all time. But she, she, there was a while when she had Monica Selesh there and Selesh beat her for a few years, you know, especially on clay. So I think 
I don't think it's a weak era. I, th- I think women's tennis is as strong as it's ever been in depth. I mean, you look at the amount of slam winners, first time slam winners you've had over the last few years. Um, and you've had a good sort of 10, 11 first time slam winners. I think you had a run of nine slams where it was a first time winner every time. Um, and I think with Sviontek, I think there is this perception that she's not the most interesting player or personality, you know, compared to someone like Serena. Um, but I think she's, I think she's a fantastic player and I think her opposition is strong. Um, she is just, and especially on clay, she's just a different class. Uh, there's no two ways about it. And she, she, I don't think she'll drop a set here. She probably won't drop, drop a set at Roland Garros. And, and then it's onto grass where she's not so comfortable. Uh, and then you're into the hard court, quicker hard courts, perhaps, where again, she's not quite as comfortable. But um, I think it's, I think it's, I think people knocking her, I, I think it's a little, a little harsh. I think, you know, she's beating what's there. And I think the opposition is genuinely pretty good. I'm still Ash Barty over, Shiontek. So the reason oh, why yeah. Barty, all day long, because Ash Barty was a player that was going to win a Wimbledon, going to win the hard court. She was going to win, and she, her first major was the winning the, the French Open. And then mm. she went on to win the major. Everyone expected Wimbledon. And I think she would have dominated the game, a, a multi-surface winner. And I think for Shiontek to be classed as a true outright great on the tennis scene, for the women's tennis scene, she needs to do better at Wimbledon. If she can win Wimbledon this year, then I'll hold her in that bracket. But at the moment, she's just a dominant force on clay. Okay on hard course, as you said. The grass, she needs to work. And I think when you're so dominant on the on the clay, you can spend time working on the grass. I think she can come back and, and do well at Wimbledon, but I still think she's vulnerable. But uh, And that, that's my opinion. I'm, I'm definitely party over because... She, that she she shocked the world by winning that Wimbledon. She uh, that that French Open. No one expected. Her to have, have I told you about my story that season? Because I was which because she won Miami Barty, and I backed her at all prices down for Wimbledon, assuming she it was twenty nineteen Wimbledon. I think I had her at thirty three to one, twenty fives, twenties. Backed her all the way down. Then she won the French from nowhere. Like, and I thought, this is a cert. And she lost to Alison Risk at Wimbledon. And I couldn't believe it. I thought that was the banker outright tennis bet. And it just didn't happen. Of course, she won it two years later. But I don't think anyone would have seen her winning the French. Yeah. I mean, I think the problem with, if you're talking about Barty's an all-time great um, in, in that bracket is just longevity. You know, she was at the top of the game for, what, two years, year and a half, two years. And... And obviously she decided on, you know, I think she's she's pregnant with her first child now and you know, decided on other priorities. And of course, you know, she quit tennis, didn't she? And she went play cricket for a couple of, for a year or so and then came back to tennis. It was an amazing story. Um, but what she did was incredible. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's a real shame she retired. But I think Sviontek is a worthy world number one. I hope on the Wimbledon front, because she when, she, when she's been going for Wimbledon before, I don't think she's played much grass court tennis in the run-up to Wimbledon I hope that changes because as you say it would be great to see her have a good run at Wimbledon Ben Rivers have you got a price on Ash Barty to return in the next three years when the kids <laughs> come along you need the prams you need the money you need to think I think she's more she likely to be- play golf I think she's been she's very handy golfer she wins like amateur tournaments um, and stuff if you if you want to offer me a big plus money price is she back back on the WCA tour in the next three years I'll have it no right. problem. <laughs> she'll have, have the kids. She'll have a couple more kids, and then suddenly 
She needs the readies. Uh, let's move <laughs> on to the quarterfinal tomorrow. Head to the Bet Rivers website for all the latest odds. There'll be about 36 different markets on these quarterfinals. We're only going to talk about three markets here. Obviously, if you're watching the match or have a bet on the Bet Rivers website, you can watch the match live stream on your mobile, on your tablet, on your, on your preferred device. Let's have a look at the quarterfinal match tomorrow. And it's the lady that I said. I thought was the value in the bottom half of the draw. Beatrice had a mayor, the Brazilian. She was 125 to 1 to win the tournament. She's now a minus 132 favourite to make the semi-finals. And she's up against Annalina Kanalina, um, who's plus 106, the Ukrainian I bet today, against uh, Madison Keys. She started off slowly, but she come and won the match in three sets. Uh, the interesting thing here is the head-to-head -head is 3-0 to the Ukrainian. Uh, they met twice on clay, and she's won them both. A long time ago, though, 2014. The spread here is two and a half. And the total, sorry, sorry, the handicap here is one and a half. And the totals here are 21 and a half. And with over and under, both priced up at minus one, one, three with Bet Rivers. Um, should I be hedging my one, two, five future here, Rory? Should you? Uh, oh, I, I'm inclined to say yes, but it's... It should be very close. Hadaj Meyer hasn't dropped a set yet in Rome. Um, she beat Elena Gabriela Ruza in round two, and then she won two close sets against Magdalenette. And today she beat Camilla Osorio 6-3, 6-3. The Colombian really struggled on serve, nine double faults, and she won just eight points out of 23 on her second serve. Kalanina, as you say, beat Madison Keys today, you know, coming from a set down. Um, before that, she beat Anna Blinkova, and then she beat Sofia Kenin, who knocked out Irina Sabalenka, um, both of those in straight sets. Kalanina, she won their last meeting. Say, two, two of their meetings were quite a long time ago. Their last meeting was last year in Miami, and Kalanina won it 6-2 in the third. She's got a pretty solid record against left-handers. Um, since the tail end of 2021, she's lost just once Um in 11. Is it once in? No, no, twice out of 11. I beg your pardon. One was to Yield Teichman in the Madrid quarterfinals last year, and the other was to Marketa von Drusova uh, in the ITF in Shrewsbury late last year. God, I can't imagine Shrewsbury is much fun at the end of October to play a tennis <laughs> tournament. But, um, well, if yeah. Bet Rivers want to send me to Shrewsbury uh, in October, uh, I'm in Madrid, I'm in Paris. <laughs> like, Rory, are you free October to go to Shrewsbury? No, I'm, I'm <laughs> was it washing my hair? I think I am, yeah. Um, um, I, I think my, my so I think that left handed record is one thing that swings me. Thing with Hadaj Maya, I think. Osorio just didn't serve well enough to give her trouble. Madison Keys, as we know, is a very good server. Hadaj Meyer is a good server as well. I think Kalanina can handle the serve. I mean, to me, it's this is this is a pick and match. This is just there's nothing in it really. So just on that alone, I think Kalanina at plus one hundred six is a bet. It really, really could go either way. Hadaj Meyer, you know, I'm not. You know, she hasn't shown great form ahead of this. And I'm not convinced that the form of these wins so far really stacks up. I mean, you could say the same about Kalanina. It was a good performance today to come back against Madison Keys, But I, I just think this is a pick and match. So just on that, I think Kalanina plus 106 is the bet. Uh, Kalanina, I bet this morning, because of the head tag record that she had against Madison Keys. Tomorrow, Kalanina's head-to-head record is telling me, my head telling me I should be hedging 
but my philosophy is hedgings for gardens. Um, <laughs> I'm not doing any hedging. We're, we're, yeah. we're, 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 if Kalanina was a was a plus three hundred shot, you might think about it. But she's plus one oh six. It's not really worth it, is it? We're going to buy a Neymar shirt and we're going to buy a Ronaldo <laughs> shirt. We're going to go there and support the Brazilian tomorrow. Well, actually, Hadaj Maia does not lack for support. I think even in Madrid, she was getting a fair bit of support. I certainly remember in one of the American tournaments, I think she was playing Ostapenko and Ostapenko was getting wound up, yeah. which doesn't take much. But yeah, the Brazilian fans were were winding around. That was in Miami. That was in Miami yeah. when I was there. You were there, yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't at the get match, but I obviously read about it. But uh Adam Meyer will have two followers, uh, extra followers tomorrow <laughs> uh, in, in Rome. And you can tell I've got the Brazilian kind of look, haven't you? I've got the, Clearly. Uh, Brazilian yeah. complexion. <laughs> I've got that sort of Latin kind of look. So I'll fit in with the Brazilians. No problem yeah, about no that. No problem. And let's move on to the next quarterfinal. It's a, it, you talk about pick and matches. This one is a pick and match. Could have met for the number 11 seed is up against Ken Win Jang, uh, number 22 seed. We've spoken about Ken Win Jang a few times on this uh a podcast. There's a lot of high hopes for the Chinese player to go on and really do well, and she's doing exceptionally well here. Minus one twelve, the two players. So it's a pick and match. Uh, one nil lead for Ken Win Jen. Uh, the handicap again here is one and a half. We've could have met about plus uh, minus uh, plus one ten minus one and a half, and the totals here are twenty one and a half. Um, minus one twenty two over. Minus one oh five under. Uh, this is a an interesting match, isn't it? Could have met up as the one with the, the the form and the history and the proven performance. And Kenwin Jing has got the reputation and the, you know the sorry. So let's start again. Could have met up has got the reputation and the form going forward. And the hype is certainly around Kenwin Jing here. So a real sort of mixed bag. How do you see this one going? Yeah, uh, certainly uh, two players I didn't expect to get this far. Um, Kudometifer's having another great week on clay. I mean, she reached the semis in Madrid, um, having not played particularly well before then. Um, and Madrid, you would kind of think at altitude, the conditions were sort of more in her favour. You know, she's got a big serve, big ground stroke. She's she's a really good player to watch, I think. But yeah, she's into, you know, in more conventional clay court conditions, she's into the last eight. Um, she beat Anastasia Potapova in three sets for the second tournament running. And then she moved past Coco Goff's conqueror, Marie Balskova, in straight sets today. Um, Chinwen Zheng, yeah, plenty of people have predicted that she's a slam winner in waiting. She's not had the most difficult path to this point. Uh, she was taken to tie breaks by both Elise Cornet and Anna Bondar. And then today she beat fellow Chinese Ziyu Wang in three sets. Uh, yeah, the head-to-head, as you said, Zheng's won their only previous meeting. That was in the semi-finals in Tokyo last September. And, and Zheng went on to lose to Ludmilla Samsonova in the final. And that's still her only WTA Tour final. Uh, in that semi-final in Tokyo, the, the weather meant the roof was closed. So it's, it's indoor match. It went all the way to a third set tiebreak. And, and based on what we've seen so far, I think this is going to be another close one. Um, as far as the match goes, my slight lean would be towards Kudometova, but I think I think we're going to go, which is it's almost becoming my stock bet here. I think it's over two and a half sets, uh, plus one three eight. You know, especially in in a match where the two players are both, you know. Each one, one six or one half dozen the other, you know, they are level in the betting. 
It is a literally a pick and match. I think over two and a half sets at plus one three eight looks quite big, given that you can't mm. split them in the betting. I like that. Obviously, it cashed in the the only previous encounter they had. Uh, check the Bit Rivers website there. Uh, the mines were moving. As I said, there'll be over about forty markets on these two quarterfinals by the time the, the players go on court. Remember, it's an early start tomorrow, Eastern time, five a.m. So uh, the order players just been announced in the last half an hour or so. I haven't had the time, chance to look at it, but check the Bit Rivers website out. And there'll be two extra quarterfinals as well. We've got uh, Shvontek in action, Paula Dossa as well in action. And so we have to see, and obviously we've got uh, Ribikina in action as well. So there's going to be four quarterfinals tomorrow. Head to the Bet Rivers website. All the outright markets will be there. We're on Schwarm Take at plus 100. And uh, yeah, so it's all over there. Uh, Rory, give us your um, your official plays for these two matches. Uh, what do you got for us? Yes. So let's find them here. Yes. So in the match between Angelina Kalanina and Beatrice Haddad Meyer, I'm going for Kalanina to win at plus 106. And Veronica Kudometva against Chinwen Zheng, I'm going for over two and a half sets, so three sets, uh, over two and a half sets at plus 138. There you go. Two bets. Uh, hopefully we can cash two winners. Uh, Rory will be back tomorrow with James Blake. No, you won't be. What day is it? I'm losing the day. No, it's that's, Monday that's today. That's why I turned up at the gate. I'm losing track of the days. It's age, Rory. <laughs> Honestly, I don't. I don't know where I am. Sometimes I don't know the. Oh, I don't know. Uh, quick anyway, one, Nigel. Go. Quick one. Quick one. Quick one. Just seeing the order of play. Right. So, Vajeng is at seven a.m. Eastern, and Hadaj Maya is not before one p.m. Eastern time. There you have it. So that's the late game. So that uh, with that, that might that be. Uh, slower conditions, I think, and there's going to be a lot of rain predicted as the day oh, goes on. Indeed. So, around about six o'clock, seven o'clock, there'll be rain for that game. So, that might be a, any difference of opinion on that one now? No, I, I think both players are still going to be fairly suited by by whatever the weather throws. I, I don't think they're particularly weather dependent. They're not the biggest of hitters. Maybe Hadaj Meyer's serve might be better in the sort of warmer conditions, but I wouldn't say it would be a massive advantage or disadvantage to either. Okay, so just bear with me now. I am, what day? It's Monday. I'm in Rome. It's Monday. Monday I just need to clarify <laughs> that. Because, anyway, tomorrow, let's start again. Tomorrow I'll be joined by Sean Calvert looking at the ATP Tour here in Rome as we walk to the quarterfinal stage. And Rory will be back with James Blake on Wednesday. Uh, looking at the, the big talking points on the world of tennis. Remember, there are four ways to follow us here on Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. You can download Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on your preferred podcast provider. Uh, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is the Bet Rivers Network, and you can follow us at Because We Win on our Twitter handle and our Instagram handle. If anyone followed me today expecting to see me courtside, again, I apologise, I got the wrong day. But I will be there tomorrow. I will be cheering on Beatrice Haddad Meyer, and I will be looking at Novak Djokovic against Cam Norrie in the early game. So may, give us a follow there on our Instagram page uh, and also on our Twitter account. Uh, Rory, have a great evening, my friend. Are you going back you to too? party? More, 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 more no, partying? No, I'm, party a bit, I'm a bit old for that. That's, I'm not, I'm, well, I say I'm too old. You'd be up for it, but I, I'm going to take I, it I, I don't. I, I, I really don't. I, I'm not. Five years ago, I would have been up there. But now, I don't even know what day of the week is. You'll say to me, Nigel, meet me on Monday night and I'll turn up on Wednesday. That's the difference now, my friend.
Thank you very much for watching. Catch the rest of the week on Betting Weekly Game Bet Match and cash some tickets. Good luck, everybody. Take care. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. 